This is the Talk of Fame Network. Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie D. Bartolo. The late Ken Stabler. Marvin Harris. Orlando Pace. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2016. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. I had dreamed of playing the NFL, believe me. Way more than I thought about my, my schoolwork. I thought about being Archie Manning, running around throwing underhand passes. I thought about being my childhood favorite, Roger Stallback, throwing it to Preston Pearson or Drew Pearson. Handing it off to Tony Dorsett, being Kenny Stabler coming out of the tunnel. I had thought of those things so many times, but I never thought of the Hall of Fame until that moment. And so a new goal had entered my mind then and there. And I said to myself, I will make it to the Hall of Fame. That, of course, was the gunslinger Brett Favre, who, yes, did make it to the Hall of Fame and delivered one of the most poignant induction speeches I can remember. In fact, it was emotional. Thought it was comical at times. It was thoughtful. In short, it was sort of like the guy delivering it all over the place. But Kushu and I were there. In the end, you know what? Just above all, unforgettable. Yeah, I think a lot of us were. We could relate to what Favre spoke about his father. You know, the tough love, the wanting to please, the desire to make your parents proud of their son. I think it was a far more emotional speech than I expected from Favre. You know, I expected more laughs than tears, frankly. Yeah, uh, but it was a terrific speech. It to me is as had memorable. Ron, you know, we all know that the Hall wants to keep these speeches tight. We talked about that last week. And, and this one wasn't really. I mean, he went, I think it was 36 and a half minutes. He was 36, 37, I think, accurately. Sure. But um, we've had Brett Favre on the show. And, and you know what? <laughs> when I heard him last week, I wanted another 36 and a half minutes because the man can tell a story. Well, you're right, Clark, and I totally agree with you. I could... Uh, uh... I could do with considerably less uh, curse, uh, Chris Berman on the intros and a bit yeah. less of the presenters uh, with all those videos leading up to the speeches. But the, to me, the speeches themselves are, are usually fine. And I didn't feel far was too long at all. I mean, it was long, but it certainly wasn't boring. And it was long, but that was not uninteresting. Uh, and it was heartwarming. So uh, it, it's, uh, it's their moment. And in many cases, it's the last time we're going to see or hear from, from these guys, really. Uh, so let them talk as long as they want, I say. Yeah, you say heartwarming, Ron. That's to me what it was. It was from the heart. That's what made it so poignant. Right. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and we've seen others. I mean, Michael Irvin, a few years ago, as you guys remember, just weeping like a child over the mistakes he had made in life. And don't we all uh, do the same thing, although often privately he had to do it or chose to do it out there in front of his own children and everyone else. I mean, if you weren't moved by that or by Brett Favre, then, uh, you know, you, you got a problem. Hey, Goose, you know, one other thing that was remarkable about that speech was Brett did it without notes. I mean, you saw it. <laughs> Walked on the stage. He had his speech in uh, a few pages, and you know what? He handed it to the guy to his left and said, I'm going to wing it, which is basically how he played during his career. You know, the Hall tells the inductees they have 12 minutes. You know, I say get these guys teleprompters. You know, that, that would have cut a 36-minute speech down about 24 minutes. I will say this, though I agree, Favre's speech didn't seem like 36 minutes. It was riveting. It was, I thought, too long, but it was riveting. Absolutely. Well, you know what, guys? Sorry to say, we don't have Brett Favre on this week's show, but we have the next best thing. We've got his former coach and mentor, Mike Holmgren. We also have former Steeler Donnie Schell, whom Tony Dungy last weekend plugged for the hall in his speech. 
as well as Mike Martz. That mad Mike Martz is going to be on, who coached the greatest show on turf. Mike's going to give us his thoughts on Orlando Pace and another Hall of Fame candidate, Kurt Warner, who's in his third year of eligibility. But let's get back to what we just witnessed. First, Saturday's ceremony, Goose. Other than Favre, other than Favre, what stood out to you? The families of uh, Ken Stabler and Dick Stanfield at the posthumous inductions of those two players. You know, it's sad when we as a committee are too late with a player. You know, we were a year too late on Stabler and two years too late on Stanfield. But Dick Stanfield waited 53 years for this enshrinement and Stabler waited 27. You know, they both should have been enshrined years ago and, and they would have been alive to enjoy and shine in the moment. But I've always felt the enshrinement ceremony was as much about the families as it was the player. It's the families who made the sacrifices as their father, brother, or son was carving out a Hall of Fame career. They deserve this moment just as much as the player himself, and I'm just glad the Stabler and Stanfield families finally got that moment. Ronnie, same question. Other than Favre, what's your uh, two, two things struck me. One was Kevin Green, no surprise to us, uh, all friends of his. Uh, that shout-out to his father and the ending uh, salute to the military and the first responders I thought was uh, well-received and will be long remembered. I thought Orlando Pace's dignity in telling his story and speaking of uh, all those who had helped him was great. And the thing that I really was struck by was I think every guy mentioned some teacher along the way who had helped them uh, in their life. And not just a coach, but, a, you know, a teacher. And I think that the next time, you know, we're all sitting around and the teachers want to go on strike to get a $25 raise, uh, maybe you ought to think about that. Okay, we've got the good. Now, guys, let's go to the bad and the ugly. Sunday's canceled game, the Hall of Fame game. Adios. How does something like this happen, Ron? I mean, I, I know what Troy Vincent, the NFL, said. I mean, he's in charge of football ops at the NFL. Fell on his sword and said, you know, when you deal with third parties, it's difficult. But ultimately, I'm responsible. Well, okay, ultimately, you are responsible. <laughs> but um, listen, it was handled, Ron, let's be honest with you, it was handled in a Hall of Shame fashion. And this shouldn't happen. No, well, you're right. And, of course, that's a typical NFL apology. Don't blame you. Don't blame me. Blame blame the guy behind the tree. Uh, you know, <laughs> Except you know, David Baker, you could see him behind the tree. Yeah, well, yeah, he's he laughing like over the sides. <laughs> yeah, you need an oak tree. Uh, but this is what happens when you lose sight of what your product is. The NFL is selling football, football games, not T-shirts, club seats, Super Bowl ads, game-used jerseys, uh, you know, uh, Legends Landing. They're selling football games. Uh, but they've begun to treat the, the football like it's the anchor store at a mall. And we got all these other great stores we got to deal with. Well, they better start dealing with the, with the anchor store, and that is football. The last thing they thought about was the football field. The last thing, and it's the most important thing. Absolutely. Hey, Goose, how do you prevent something like this from happening again? I mean, if you were the NFL, A, would you consider moving the game? Or B, would you consider scrubbing the game? Would you just say, listen, no uh, Hall of Fame game in the future. That's it. Well, Adios. Yeah, I, I would I get rid of it, and I think that's been a consideration for a couple of years now to get rid of this game. But, you know, if you're going to have it, you know, again, I, I do put it on the league. The league makes sure conditions are perfect before allowing a Super Bowl to be staged at a particular field. You know, the same precautions should be taken by the league for the Hall of Fame. Canton doesn't have an NFL team. Canton does not have first-hand knowledge of NFL standards. The only other games played on that field are high school games. This was as much a fumble, uh, maybe even more of a fumble, by the league as it was uh, the Hall of Fame people in Canton. Couldn't agree with you more. And Ron, Ron I, I, I want to cut in here and just say something, sure. though. But you remember the 2004, uh, you would because you were covering it, uh, Super Bowl when the Patriots played Carolina. Um, sure. And... and they made sure that they were going to check everything at the door. Remember, Vito Stellino tries to go in with a bottle of water. He can't go in with a bottle of water. 
right. then to start the second half, a streaker runs out in the field. The most sacrosanct part of the game, the field, they didn't protect. They had a guy <laughs> running out in the field, yet they got the water bottles out of Vito's hand. We're good! Streaky! Oh, you're right. And I remember, yeah, water! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Classic Vito, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but, but you know, but, um, you're right. Getting, yeah, Rick's right, and you're right. I mean, this shouldn't happen. No, you're right. And, and look, mistakes could happen. We all understand that. But, but uh, you know, blaming the people in Canton, Ohio, talking about third parties, you're, in, you're the National Football League. You're in charge of your games. Now, you, apparently you're not in charge of the footballs. And you're not in charge of the air in the footballs, and now you're not even in charge of the grass on the field. Or the I mean, what the hell are they in charge? Well, Goose, I, I, I know Ron's right. I mean, mistakes happen. You've said mistakes happen. Yeah, they do. This is a bad one. Come on. I mean, the hall says it's going to refund only the cost of tickets. But come on, guys. I mean, people spent money for travel, hotel, meal expenses to come to a game that, you know, never happened. Goose, it reminds me of something that you're familiar with. That's a Dallas Super Bowl. And listen, I'm not trying to compare a Super Bowl to a preseason game, but they blew it there too. And, um, you know, it just seems to me that something more has got to be done. Otherwise, you're looking at a class action suit. Oh, agreed. I don't think we've heard the end of this. You know, As was the case in Dallas, I would expect a lawsuit or two to be filed. Uh, I don't think the Hall of Fame or the NFL is going to get off that easily. You know, Canton jacks up the price on everything that week, and I'd be surprised if some of that money that they make doesn't find its way back to, into the hands of the paying public through a slew of lawyers. Ronnie, well, you're not a lawyer, but you're a man of the people. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> At least when those people don't include Tom Brady. Hey, what should the Hall of Fame do to make amends here? Well, you know, they're, they're in a tough spot because, let's be honest about it, most people go out there for the Hall of Fame induction ceremony in that whole week. I mean, the game, they don't, if there was just a Hall of Fame game and nothing else, would those people be there? Probably not. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a tough argument. But, you know, the league should be smart enough uh, to step up and just do something without, you know, without having to be sued. I don't know exactly what it is, but do something uh, well, more than say, you know, screw you, which is basically their position. Well, we're going to do something, and it's more than saying screw you. We're going to go to commercial. Up next, class of 2017 and nominations from the class of 2016. You'll be interested to hear what they say. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Motel 6 has the message our nation is seeking. Motel 6 is a great choice for travelers. With the highest standards. A clean, comfortable room with everything you need and nothing you don't. Fiscally responsible. Still for a great low price. Dedicated. We'll leave the light on for you. Motel 6. Right on travel. Right for America. I'm Tom Bodette, and, um, yeah, I approve this message. Book online at motel6.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Open your mind. Notice a world of insurance rates at your fingertips. Compare the rates. For when you compare, you save. And when you save, you win. Like an eight-foot-tall basketball player protecting the rim with a fire hose. 
Compare Progressive Direct Rates with top competitors' rates for ultimate fulfillment. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. QL1, you've been talking a lot about rocking mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates, and... Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4? That is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price of participation vary. I've always had the dream my whole life. I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Hey, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to Geico.com and you should have gone 15 minutes ago. So where else you should go? How about Burger King? Because right now, participating Burger King restaurants, you can get two sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just four dollars that's two for one only burger king price and participation vary and restrictions apply hey uh guys i almost forgot you know brett farr's best line last week didn't talk about in the first event wasn't delivered on stage it was the day before and Gush, i think you remember this when someone asked him what he was going to be doing monday after all the fanfare had died down if the crowds had gone away and he said i'll probably go home and mow my front lawn in my gold jacket <laughs> That's classic Farb, isn't it? Uh, and it's probably also true. It is in, in his case. It's probably true. You know, uh, some of those guys probably sleep in that thing, and I would be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of gold jackets, Goose, we have eight more to pass out next year, and it's never too soon to start talking class of 2017. First year candidates include LT, that's Ladainian Thomason, Brian Dawkins, Jason Taylor, Donovan McNabb, Heinz Ward, and others. But I don't think I'm exactly going out on a limb here by saying LT, meaning Tomlinson, probably among that group is the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, he'll be the Brett Favre of this class. The, the selection committee loves stats, and Tomlinson has those in spades. He's the fifth all-time leading rusher in NFL history and currently the only one in the top ten not enshrined. He's third all-time in touchdowns behind only Jerry Rice and Emmett Smith. The only thing he's missing, frankly, is a Super Bowl. Okay. Well, Goose, Ron, let's handicap the field. You have LT. You have guys left over from the previous year, meaning this year, like uh, Kurt Warner, Joe Jacoby got into the top ten, Morton Anderson, who didn't, John Lynch, who did, Edron James, who didn't, Terrell Davis, or Terrell Davis, Terrell Davis, uh, who did, and, of course, my favorite, Ron, your favorite, <laughs> Terrell Owens. Now, I like LT 
Warner and Jacoby as my three front runners. Um, but then I'm stuck. Goose, you, you want to help me here? You got. Yeah, I, th- I think this is a good year for sleepers, for guys who have been worthy candidates but have been overlooked. You know, a tie law comes to mind. You know, I can't believe Tom Brady is going to be the only Hall of Famer off that Patriots dynasty. You know, I think a defensive player will have to be in the mix. If not law, then possibly Jason Taylor. The committee loves pass rushes. He ranks seventh all-time with 139 half sacks. I think we're also way past due on the election of a safety. And I think mm-hmm. Steve Atwater would have a chance, maybe a better chance even than Lynch. He won twice as many Super Bowls as Lynch. It was an all-decade selection. Lynch was not. And I think the lack of support in the room for Owens may translate into the, an election of either Isaac Bruce or Torrey Holt. I, I think it'll be interesting to see how this meeting unfolds next February because, like you said, Clark, there are very few slam dunks. Hey, Goose, quick question for you. If you had to stack the safeties here, we got Brian Dawkins coming in. As you mentioned, Atwater's still there. He was a finalist last year. We've got John Lynch. How would you stack those three? Atwater, Lynch, and Dawkins because I would put them in order. Okay. This is Ronnie, where they retired. If they, if they belong, put them in an order. Ronnie, who do you like uh, for this year's class right now at least? Uh, well, I'd love, to see Ty, Ty, I'd love to see Ty Law in there. I think he, he's more than deserving, a big game player, made a lot of big plays, as Goose points out, you know, win three Super Bowls in four years with one guy and 21 slappies. Uh, so, I, I, <laughs> you know, I'd like to see him get his shot. Uh, I think T.O. Has a, has a strong shot, too, uh, Clark. I know that's going to cause you to break out in prickly heat, but those numbers are going to be, we got a lot of numbers guys in that room, as you know, mm-hmm. and that's going to be hard for them to ignore, uh, although they seem to ignore Borton Anderson's numbers. Uh, right. And I'd, uh, right. and frankly, I'd put in Edgren uh, uh, James, before Davis and uh, and Atwater before uh, before Lynch, I'm not even sure the Lynch is going to go in to be honest. Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. But the two problems: one is Edwin James didn't make the final ten last year. Davis did. To didn't make the final ten last year either, and and that may be trouble for him to make that move from you know one of the last five uh, from eleven through fifteen to one of the top five this year. I understand what you're saying, but I think there's still a lot of opposition in that room. Well, there is, but I think there was probably some of that opposition was probably, I, I, I could be wrong, but I think may have been leaning more toward we're not going to put this guy in on the first ballot, but mm-hmm. we are going to put him in. We'll see. It's going to be interesting, yeah. and it'll be a loud debate, and I'm sure you'll be part of it. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, Goose, as you know, um, we asked class of 2016 member Orlando Pace, uh, who said coach is coming up later in the show, that'd be Mike Martz, whom he'd like to put in. And we threw out some names like uh, Ike Bruce, Torrey Holt. Uh, they were semifinalists last year. Kurt Warner, uh, who was a finalist and a top 10 finalist. Um, and, and you know what? He didn't mention um, one of last year's finalists, which means he didn't mention Kurt Warner. No, no, instead, he did go for a semifinalist and a friend of the show. Derek, let's hit it. I probably would go with... I think Kurt will be getting it. I, I like all three of those guys' chances, but uh, I like Isaac Bruce. I think Isaac Bruce, just because, you know, from a teammate standpoint, he was the most professional guy that, that, that I've ever played with, uh, one of the greatest guys I've ever played with. Hopefully he gets a chance to get in, but uh, he always was a professional. I always respected what he did on the field and, and what the type of man he was. There was a lot of respect in that locker room for Bruce as a teammate, ironically, and that's what's keeping Terrell Owens out. Right. And that's what's right. going to, I think, get Isaac Bruce in. He, he played a season in L.A. before the Rams moved to St. Louis. He was one of the older Rams when he fin- when they finally won a Super Bowl. You know, I think that team looked to Bruce in the clutch, and he delivered. He scored that winning touchdown on a 74-yard pass from Warner in the closing minutes of that Super Bowl. 
He's in the 1,000 catch club, and I don't think he's received a fair discussion of his skills from the committee just yet. And I think the fact that he was a good teammate goes a long way. I can hear Terrell Owens right now, Clark, if, if he heard this comes. Teammate? We're talking about teammate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, know, like, plus, no Mike Bruce. <laughs> Mike Bruce, yeah, friend no. of the show. Tino, you guys uh, not about? so much. Not so much. <laughs> I, uh, then there was teammate. Kevin Green. Show, Ron? show me your ring. And then show we went to ring. Kevin Green. We went to right. Kevin Green. And you know what? He couldn't make up his mind, though. He did start with a guy we like. Another semifinalist, former linebacker, Sam Mills. Again, Derek, have you got it? Let's have a listen. That's hard to, to say one person because there's so many people that at this point I think have just kind of fallen through the cracks. I mean, I look at Sam Mills. <laughs> I look at me. I look at Steve Atwater. I look at uh, Carl Mecklenburg. You know, I look at Greg. I look at Greg and Vaughn. You know, Carnell Lake. I mean, he was on the, I think, the uh, all-decade team of the 90s. You know, I mean, so there's some, I can't just say just one guy. That'd be hard for me to do. Well, you know, he's, he's right. There are some guys who fall through the cracks, and, you know, Sam being as small as he was, it's not that hard to find a crack for him to fall <laughs> him to fall through. But, uh, <laughs> you know, to me, he'd be a great guy to see uh, uh, discussed. And I, I think we don't get quickly enough to enough guy, other guys like, like Sam because we, we go over and over and over year after year after year with Daryl Davis and some of these guys, you know. And every time they're in a slot – some guy is not getting uh, uh, unerring, and, and Sam Mills is one of those guys who deserves one. That would be great. Well, finally, we had Eddie DeBartolo. And you know what? Just like Kevin Green, he couldn't say just one guy either. Let's hit it, Derek. Can I name, like, four? <laughs> I, I, th- I think Randy Cross should be in. I think uh, Roger Craig should be in. I think uh, John McVeigh definitely should be in, one of the best general managers ever. And I think Carmen Paul he should be it for how, how much he helped and what he did uh, for the league. Yeah, I think Craig is the most deserving and has the best chance of these four to one day have a Boston Canton. You know, he's he's been a finalist. He's been discussed. And still, I, I think he's a long shot at best. I think McVeigh, Cross, and Policy all belong in the team Hall of Fame, and I think that's probably the extent of it. Okay, well, guys, I think this is, like you said, it's going to be a wide-open class with someone Someone's sneaking in the back door. We're not sneaking anywhere right now, and we're not going to send anyone to the hall either. Not yet, anyway, but we are going to send you to our next commercial. Coming up, Mike Holmgren. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Weapon data rates may apply. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant sandwich deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price of participation vary. 
in that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates. And three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Our first guest was more than an interested observer at last weekend's Hall of Fame induction. Mike Holmgren was the 49ers offense coordinator for Super Bowls 23 and 24, which means he knew Eddie DeBartolo well, and he was the head coach who went to Super Bowls in 1996 and 1997 with Brett Favre, with Brett, of course, mentioning him prominently in his induction speech last weekend when he passed out plenty of thank yous and none bigger than to this guy Mike Holmgren. Mike's a three-time Super Bowl champ, two with San Francisco and one with Green Bay and one of the best quarterback coaches anywhere and frankly one of the best interviews anywhere. Mike, thanks for joining us and great to see you last weekend. It really was my pleasure and it's uh, happy to be with you guys. Uh, it was a special weekend, Clark. I mean, it, it you know, those guys brought back a lot of memories for me and to see them accept their award and their their bus being uncovered and no it was great mike first things first as far as induction speech terrific when's the yeah. last time you saw that much emotion from him no i you know what uh i was sitting next to matt hasselbeck and before brett got up there to speak he goes you think he'll break down i said yeah do you and matt said no way i said five bucks <laughs> I won five bucks. I had five bucks in my pocket five minutes into it. And I said, do you want to go double or nothing? <laughs> That's but, why you make the big bucks, Mike. <laughs> oh, listen, he, he was, you know, I, I was concerned a little bit because he didn't have it written out. You know, he was just going to wing it a little. And you guys know anytime anybody wings it, you have a chance to go long. And he went a little long, but uh, oh, it was special and, and see- heartfelt and honest. Do you see what he did at the start? He brought out his notes, and then he tossed them. And you're right, he just winged it. Yeah. No, he, he did the same thing when, we went, when he went in the Packer Hall of Fame. And I, presented, I spoke a little bit prior to him going in there a couple years ago. Uh, he did the same thing. And, you know, when he says that he played the game for the fun of it and, and the Hall of Fame and those types of things are wonderful, but really that was not the motivation when he was playing, he's he's being honest. He he really is. Now the the Hall of Fame special, and he acknowledged that as well. Now, but you know he had more fun than ten guys playing this game. Mike, what is your indelible on the field memory of Favre? You know, Rick, it, I, I've been asked that a number of times. Just his toughness, if his toughness and uh, the the record, you know, of consecutive games, I think is 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 the most special record in the NFL. I believe that because you know how hard it is to stay healthy and all those things. But his toughness and then his his joy. He had the great ability to make me 
smile in in the in the toughest, <laughs> most heated section of a game, and you couldn't help it. And as and I, and I just loved him for that because I think as a coach, you can't ever lose your sense of humor. And even in the toughest moments, it's nice to have a quarterback that can do that for you. But I I would say it's toughness. What was your first impression of him when you when you went to camp in '92, having? He went as a backup that season, but just what you saw in training camp. Well, you know, it, it was easy to recognize what a talented young man he was. I mean, he could throw it. He was an unbelievable passer and thrower, very strong, very physical. But I will be honest with you, you know, I mean, there was a lot to learn, and I was coming from a very disciplined quarterback system in San Francisco where Coach Walsh wanted us to teach it a certain way and do it a certain way, and it just – uh, when I had this kind of wild stallion in my in my hands, and he wasn't used to playing the game quite that way, and so uh, that's what I remember. And I said, you know what? If I can, I'm a coach. This is my job. I've got to train him and kind of change some of his some of his raw ability and change the way he plays. And I think we got something very very special. Is it going to be a challenge at the time, Rick? I said, yeah. This is going to be a challenge. We've got someone very special on the line here. We're speaking with former head coach Mike Holmgren on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Mike, you mentioned San Francisco. You coached Hall of Famers Joe Montana and Steve Young there, and then you went on to Brett Favre. Is there any thread, common thread, other than, of course, the success in the rings that ties these three guys together? You know, I think think they're they're quite different. Uh, And you know they're quite different because you know all three of them. But the one common thread, I think, that is very, very much the same is their competitiveness uh, in in football, in cards, in throwing darts. In we used to have I used to have contests with them when I was younger, and I could pass the ball pretty good um, to throw to the back pylon after practice. And we put a little, you know, we little wager there, and uh, you know, I, they wanted to win that. I mean, it was just they they want to win, and that's what struck me and that's the, that's very much a common thread with the three very very distinctly different types of players Mike you obviously know what a great quarterback looks like like Clark said you you had Montana Young and Brett Favre so explain to me how did you cut Kurt Warner in 1994 <laughs> you know what you'll never let me forget it either I saw Kurt one of the pleasures of, of, the, of the weekend I got to do a little thing with Kurt on the on the on TV and they brought that up and uh, on TV, they blamed Mariucci, and I stuck with that. I said, I didn't want to cut him. Mariucci <laughs> wanted to cut him. But, you know, he, you know, Kurt was at our mini camp, and we had Brunel, Detmer, and Favre, three young guys. And then this fourth guy, who I didn't know, I really didn't know him very well. And he was there, and it was like the fourth arm in training camp that you need. A good looking guy, big physical guy. And then at, at the mini camp, our first mini camp, I told Steve, I said, okay, put, put the young guy in. I wasn't even sure what his name was. Put the young guy in. Let him take a few snaps here. And then I was doing something else. I turned back, and, and you know, Detmer's still in. And I said, Steve, put, put, put Warner in. And he came over. He goes, Mike, he, he's, he, he doesn't want to go in. I said, what do you mean he doesn't want to go in? It's, it's, it's a mini camp. You just put him in. And he goes, he said, you're not ready. I go, Oh boy, and you know, I in those days I'm mellow now, but I had a little temper, and and so I'd say, okay, I made a little note. I'm going, come on, it's a mini camp, you know, and so we'd have these meetings, and Kurt did fine in in camp as it went along, 
but he he was it was going to be tough for anybody to come in there and make the team. And by his own account, uh, you know, he wasn't ready. But his story and how he made it, I love him for that. I mean, and unfortunately, he wrote about me in his book that Mike Holmgren made this huge mistake and he cut me. So, uh, but now I've, I think he's forgiven me because he said, had he stayed in Green Bay, he never would have played because Favre played. You know, he played. You know, 17 year whatever he played you know and so Kurt actually goes Mike I'm over it thank you you did me a favor <laughs> now Mike have you forgiven him if you were on the Hall of Fame board of selectors Warner's up he's going to be up this year again would you put him in yeah. the Hall of Fame is he Hall of Fame worthy oh I think he is yeah I think he is he had a couple couple of tough spots you know New York was a tough thing for him but what he did I just remember all the times when I was in Seattle and we played against them in, in when he was in St. Louis you know, he was he was very special with those guys. And then when he went to Arizona, you know, it was my privilege to actually work that Super Bowl he played in. And uh, uh, as a passer and how he developed and as a leader, I mean, I, I think he has all the qualifications to be in. We're speaking with former coach Mike Holmgren. And, Mike, you worked for Eddie, too, as I mentioned at the uh, top of the yeah. segment. Um, Eddie told us and has told everyone – you know, he would give you, or Bill, or anyone who was coaching that team, what you wanted. He would give you everything you wanted. But there was a catch. Of course, as you know, it was a catch, which you had to deliver. So how much pressure was there coaching the 49ers? I mean, or how comfortable were you coaching Young when he, uh, you know, when he was, was there, or Montana when there, knowing that you had to get to the Super Bowl or else? It was Super Bowl or bust every year, a ton of pressure. Yeah, I mean, there was, but I, I never felt it from Eddie. You know, I mean, Bill, I, I, I'm sure who, if, whoever the head coach was, you know, they had talks that we didn't know about as assistant coaches. But then Bill put the pressure, you know, it, there's a trickle-down effect there. And Bill put very much a lot of pressure on me to coach quarterbacks properly. Bill had been a quarterback coach. Uh, I wound up putting the same pressure on Mariucci and Reed and all those guys that coach quarterbacks for me. So, uh, yeah, we knew, and the players knew, and if if and and Eddie expected it, that was just how it was going to be done. And so, you know, but those years we had great teams there. I mean, yeah. it was it was it was really a great experience. And for a young coach, his first experience in the NFL, I mean, he got Joe Montana. I, I got to tell you guys one thing though, that until I got there, Joe Montana wasn't very good. <laughs> just so you just so you know, you made him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, we're out of time, but thanks so much for joining us. You know, we speak of Hall of Fame. Best of luck with your Hall of Fame aspirations as well. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. That was former coach Mike Holmgren. When we return, we'll hear why former coach Buddy Parker should be on the Hall of Fame regular. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. In the master bedroom, you'll see there's room for a king-size bed. And take a look at this walk-in closet. Now just imagine all these custom shelves and drawers turned upside down when a thief goes through them to take your entire vintage sneaker collection. It's hard to know all that comes with buying a home or condo. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Call Geico today and see how much you could save on condo and homeowners insurance. QL1, this is Control, checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS Consumer Access. org number 3030. 
Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Weapon data rates may apply. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant sandwich deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price participation vary. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Hey, Ron, speaking of winners, what's yes. the mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Means if you make the call, you're a winner, and you got some cash. Go to geico.com. You should have gone 15 minutes ago. Tell you where else you should go. Proactive. For just $19.95, Proactive is offering Proactive plus a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at 45 bucks. Better yet, you're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or your money back. That's a good deal, people. So call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. Early in the show, I asked you guys if the NFL would consider moving the Hall of Fame game. I think we're all agreed. Probably won't. But now I have another question. Will it move the NFL draft? Yes, the NFL draft to Canton in 2019 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the NFL. Goose, you were there last weekend. You heard Roger Goodell ask that question by someone in the audience. He didn't answer it. But you know what? You're going to have to. So will the NFL move the draft to Canton in 2019? I think you can book it. The draft will be in Canton in 2019. The hotel will be completed by then, so the hall will will be able to accommodate all the team and league representatives on the premises. And we've already seen that the stadium is much better suited for staging events like the enshrinement and draft than it is actual games. So the 100th anniversary is worth the NFL return to its very roots in Canton. Ron, you like that idea, taking the draft to Canton for a year? Or after what's just happened with the Hall of Fame game, are you I was gonna say, uh, first skeptical? Off, <laughs> yeah, well, first off, when it comes to the hotel, goes, I hope they have the floors ready. <laughs> kind of tough deal. You know, to, I think it'll be painted, don't you, Ron? I get a fresh yeah. paint job there. Yeah. You go in there and you're stuck in your room. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, sure, I like the idea of taking the draft there. I mean, uh you know, there's other places they could go. Look, I mean, Burt Bell invented a thing that could easily justify going to Philadelphia, you know, where he sort of came up with the whole deal. Uh, what I would think would be pretty cool is the hall has Burt Bell's entire office uh, someplace down there. They used to have it on dis- display. I don't know if it's still out there on display or not, but doing something draft-wise, you know, there. Whether you have Goodell there making an the announcement or something, I think that would be pretty cool considering he's the guy who invented the draft in the first place. Hey, Goose, quick question. If and when they take that draft to Canton, can we then start talking about your idea, which is amnesty for all decade choices who aren't in? Yeah, that that that, that really puzzles me. There have been 145 NFL first team all decade selections from uh, through 2000, and almost 92% of them are in. So there are only a dozen first team all decade players that are not enshrined, and those 12 have to wonder what the heck they did to merit this snub. 
you know, if you're a first-team all-decade pick as selected by this very same Hall of Fame selection committee, you are deemed one of the best players of your generation, and the Hall of Fame becomes a mere formality. But it hasn't been for Ron Sky, Jerry Kramer, Johnny Robinson, Drew Pearson, Cliff Harris, Kenny Easley, Steve Atwater, Al Wistert, and these 12 should already be in. And that that's a wrong that really needs to be righted. Well, it hasn't been for Buddy Parker either, and you guys ever hear of him? Goose, they have in Detroit, right? Yeah, they have uh, in Detroit. If you like championships, they have if six you like decades championships. ago. Yep, and Buddy Parker was so good, they took the Lions to three straight NFL championship games, all against autogram of the Browns, and he won two of them. He was so good, he had a winning percentage of 67.1 there, abruptly leaving during training camp in 1957 when he said players were uncoachable and that the team basically stunk. He's so, so good that I'm presenting him right now for a state your case. Oops, wait a second. There was one problem with that 57 team. That team won another championship with the quarterback, Buddy Parker, acquired during training camp. It'd be Tobin wrote, relieved and injured Bobby Lane that season. Look, I, I know his last eight years, guys, with the Steelers hurt him. He never made the playoffs there. I know his winning percentage is 19th on the list of coaches with 100 more wins. But he won two titles. He went to three championship games, and he assembled the Lions team that won a third league championship or its last. We've had Don Coriel as a Hall of Fame finalist. In fact, he made the top 10 this year. We've had Jimmy Johnson as a finalist. Coriel never won a league championship, but he was an innovator. Well, you know what? So was Buddy Parker. He popularized what later became the two-minute drill. And Jimmy Johnson, well, he won two titles. Set up the Cowboys to win a third in 1995. All those guys are in the conversation, but Buddy Parker, well, nah, he's not. Come on, let's get him in the room. At least he deserves that. Goose, he put Detroit on the map. He put together a team that has seven Hall of Famers, and he has as many championships as Tom Coughlin who's the latest trendy choice for Hall of Fame canonization. We've forgotten Buddy Parker, and we should not. Henry Ford put Detroit on the map. <laughs> I thought you Al did, line, Rocky Gordy Howe. <laughs> put the team on the map as far as I'm concerned. Hank Greenberg put Detroit on the team, too. Not on the team. That means, yeah, we're going to stop everything and go to our two-minute drill, guys. And let's put you on the map. So let's get started. I'll ask this week's questions, and you can answer. You ready, Derek? Let's hit it. If Ken Stabler were alive, what would he have said at his Hall of Fame induction? Let's move this thing along and get to the party. Where's the jukebox and where's Belitnikov? You're Ken Stabler's presenter. Tell us something about him we don't know. The Snake has the seventh best winning percentage of all time, just behind Peyton Manning, just ahead of Steve Young. He put a lot more time into preparing for games than drinking cocktails. People just didn't know it. When do the L.A. SLA Raiderettes get into the Hall? Not until there's a suitable field for them to perform on. That would be any field. Not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> In the Hall of Fame of nicknames, guys, what's your first entry? Night Train Lane. Oh, come on. <laughs> the Catawba Claw. Bucky Pope. Bucky Pope, nice. The Hall of Fame thinks international. We all know that. So why not take the Hall of Fame game to Rio? Why not do everyone a favor and just eliminate the Hall of Fame game? <laughs> Because they care less about that game than they care about the Olympics in Rio. <laughs> you have a year to stage a big event, so whom do you trust? Rio or Canton? Unlike the NFL, the Olympic Committee inspects its sites before all events. Gimme Rio. I agree, Rio. Other than the water, everything was clean and ready to go. At last week's Gold Jacket dinner, Ronnie Lott, because you know this, Ronnie Lott wasn't introduced when he walked on stage. How in the world did that happen? Like so many quarterbacks in the 1980s, the MC didn't see Lot until it was too late. <laughs> they assumed he was out looking for his missing finger. <laughs> Goose, was that MC5? Whom do you trust through the air? RG3, Blaine Gabbard, 
or Delta Airlines? Griffin and Delta seem to favor the ground, so give me Gabbert through the air. <laughs> Look, Delta's not ready when we are, but neither are those other two guys. <laughs> if you're Jerry Jones, what do you do for a backup quarterback? Last time I played quarterback was eighth grade. I'm starting to heat up in a bullpen. <laughs> That's an easy one, Clark. Michael Vick, how do you miss him? Michael Bennett calls Jake Cutler, quote, the worst quarterback in the league, unquote. What do you call him? I call him a guy who finds his cell phone more interesting than interviews. <laughs> I call Cutler someone who needs to learn that less is more, especially when he's got the ball in his hands. Josh Norman just agreed to a TV deal with Fox. If you're Jay Gruden, what do you tell him? Action speaks louder than words. I tell him, uh, please don't forget you play football for a living. A-Rod, K-Rod, or Rod Woodson? Please, give me Rocket Rod Laver. Oh, good one. Rod Woodson, a rose between two thorns. Ouch. And friend of the show. That's the end of our first hour. When we return, we'll talk to a guy who had a direct hand in putting the St. Louis Rams, or oh, Rams like Orlando Pace, in the Hall of Fame. Former head coach Mike Martz. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. One more reminder that we're brought to you by MyCleanPC. By now, you should know that if your computer is running slowly, you should go to MyCleanPC.com for a free analysis. In minutes, you can download MyClean computer software to clean out what's bogging down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stuffs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates. And three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4. That is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number 1-800-644-5944 Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin 1-800-644-5944 This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin and Clark Judge They are who we thought they were Welcome back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network. We'll be hearing from former Rams coach Mike Martz in this hour, as well as previewing next week's Hall of Fame selection for senior and contributor candidates for the class of 2017. But first, as promised, we now have someone very close to Tony Dungy, who was inducted into Canton last weekend. 
Donnie Shell was a star safety who spent 14 years in Pittsburgh with the Steelers where he picked up four Super Bowl rings and a lifelong friendship with Tony Dungy. They were training camp roommates for only two summers, but they became such good friends that 38 years later, Tony Dungy asked Donnie to present him for his induction to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Donnie Shell was named to the Super Bowl's 50th anniversary team. He's been a Hall of Fame candidate himself with his 51 interceptions at safety, and now, now he's kind enough to join us. Donnie Shell, thanks for joining us. Oh, absolutely. Glad to be here. Hey, Donnie, you were a three-year veteran by the time Tony showed up in Latrobe in 1977 as an undrafted college free agent quarterback that the Steelers wanted to move to safety. What did you think his chances were of suiting up with the Steelers that September? You know, I didn't think they were uh, that great uh, <laughs> when he first uh, came there because he's, because he's a former quarterback. But after he yeah, got on the, on the football field, and then I saw how cerebral and intelligent he was. Uh, I knew he had a great chance to make it. You know, Tony mentioned in his induction speech uh, uh, that you took him under your wing with the Steelers, and uh, I was with the Raiders for the most of the time that you were with the Steelers, and mostly they were throwing hand grenades at rookies, not really taking them <laughs> under their wing. So uh, I was just wondering, how did that bond form between the two of you, and how did you sort of separate the fact that, you know, every rookie comes in or is taking somebody's job? Well, um... I found out that that was the, the, the Steelers' way when I got there. The veterans always took rookies under their wings and helped them. Uh, they didn't have, uh, when I was with the Carolina Panthers, the player development director or player engagement, I think they call it now. So veteran, veteran players took rookies under their wings, and so uh, it was not time to take Tony under my wing. Who made the room assignments? Uh, Bill Nunn, a former scout. He just recently passed. Uh, and, and he had a knack of matching up veteran people uh, with the rookies that came in. Bill Nunn's a Hall of Fame candidate, too, Donnie. Oh, great. Yeah, he's a he's awesome. We're, we're speaking with former safety Donnie Shell on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the Internet at talkoffamenetwork.com. Donnie, Tony played with you for two years, but he coached you for four. First as a secondary coach, later as a defensive coordinator. What did you see in him back then that told you, you know, you know what, he's going to be a head coach one day. I think he's going to be a head coach. And maybe he'll be a Hall of Fame coach. I don't know if you thought that, but what told you that he was going to be somebody special? Well, Chuck Noll believed in getting people that were great teachers. Uh, and if you couldn't teach, he was not going to hire you on, on his staff. And, uh, and Tony was a great teacher and communicator. And, he, and being a former player, he knew about game plans and putting game plans together. And he would never put us in any disadvantage of positions doing our game planning. What did he teach you? He taught me how to think through in situational uh, ball uh, during the game. He taught me how to be prepared, always be prepared, and prepare for the unexpected and well, and be able to and be ready to adjust to any situation on the football field. Did he ever tick you off? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not that type. Uh, Tony has a, a, the type of personality, I think, uh, that draws people to him. And I think um, that's why he gets along well with everybody. Tony mentioned during his uh, induction speech the influence that Chuck Knoll had on him. Did you see any of Chuck Knoll in Tony as a coach? Uh, yes, the, the attention to pay attention to, to details. And to be, Chuck was a great teacher, and he took time to make sure that you understood the, the philosophy, the Steelers' philosophy, uh, and the, what you were doing on the football field where your offense, you play on offense or defense or special teams. 
like Clark mentioned, you've been a Hall of Fame uh, finalist yourself. Uh, Tony said in his induction speech that uh, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, personally, I haven't watched you in all those tremendous games with the Raiders. Uh, I don't have any doubt in my mind that you belong there. You intercepted more passes, I think, than any strong safety in history. You went to five Pro Bowls, made the Super Bowl 50th anniversary team. I'm, I'm getting tired reading your resume. Is there <laughs> anything you didn't accomplish in your career? And do you sit home ever and say, how did I, how, how does my name not come up in that Hall of Fame vote? You know, we don't really think about it. Uh, it's out of my hands. I think it's up to the selection committee to look back at the individual players' body of work and see that they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I was just going to say, when you look back at your body of work, what do you see? Because a lot of people see a Hall of Famer. Oh, without, without question, yeah, like, like you mentioned, uh, not only made the Pro Bowl five times, but five consecutive times. And then when you look at that, as a pro players always looked at regarding his consistency. And it's hard to make all pro, but to make it five consecutive times, it's, it's, I think that's I think it's outstanding. We're speaking with former safety Donnie Shell on the Talk of Fame Network. And again, as I said, you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com. And Donnie, as you know, there are only seven pure safeties in the hall, only seven, and, and none that played, believe it or not, in the last 36 years. Kenny Houston was the last one, and he retired after the 1980 season. So if you can educate us, how important is the safety position? And other than yourself, who would be the first safety you would put in next? <laughs> That's a tough question. <laughs> uh, I know thought about that one. When I was coming up, the average passing was about 15 passes per game. And uh, you, strong safety was a, you almost played linebackers. You was the primary support guy on the run. But it's a trivia question, but you may or your artist not know. On third down, I came in as a nickelback and played the slot position on the toughest receiver. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Donnie, I'm looking at all the players on the 70 Steelers from the historically black college universities. Yourself, Mel Blount, John Stallworth, L.C. Greenwood, Ernie Holmes, Glenn Edwards, Frank Lewis. You mentioned him earlier. Just how important was scout Bill Nunn to the success of the Steelers? He was very important. He had great rapport with the African-American coaches in the historical black colleges. And he always uh, covered the great scout and um, – he would go in and undercover uh, jewels and nuggets in, in the historical colleges. And I think he had a great deal to do with our success back in the early 70s. Not only because he was a great scout, because he had vision to put current players with certain rookie players so we could mentor them and develop them and teach them to steal away. Another guy who was, uh, I think people forget this position, but you're a longtime Steeler trainer, uh, Ralph Berlin, uh, passed away recently. How important was, was he to the success of those 70 Steelers that were hitting people so hard? Uh, yes, and this is another trivia question that no one would ever know because what's said in the locker room stays in the locker room. Right. <laughs> but Ralph, <laughs> Ralph was the type of guy that always kept me laughing. And then if we came up and we had a big game, like in Steelers versus the Oakland Raiders, he would yep. look at me and say, well, well, Shell, don't get tight now. You got to go out and perform. <laughs> but he always kept something going in the locker room uh, for through laughter. And his wife, Dee, I want her to know that we're friends for her and her family. And we miss him uh, greatly. Hey, Donnie, we're going to have to get running. But um, thanks so much for spending time with us. And you know what? Here's hoping that one day we have Tony Dungy presenting you as a Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, that'll be awesome. I appreciate you guys.
Thanks, Thanks Donnie. Donnie. Goose, it's interesting what, uh, after talking to Donnie Shell uh, and, and listening to, to his resume, we look at this year's senior list, and one of the 14 finalists is Jack Tatum, a contemporary of, of, of Donnie's, uh, safety with the Raiders that everyone knows, of course. He's only got 37 picks. Uh, he only made three Pro Bowls. He only won one Super Bowl championship. He never made first-team All-Pro, yet he's on the list. And Donnie Shell, who appears to have an arguably better resume, is not on the list. How do we explain this? Yeah, it's, it's puzzling because Donnie Shell played longer. He played better. He's picked to the 25th anniversary Super Bowl team, 51 career picks of the five consecutive uh, All-Pro teams. And here's a guy who's been in the room one time. He was on the, on the 2002 ballot, and he was knocked out in the cut from 14 to 10. And that was also a year we put in another Steeler, John Stowers, but we weren't going to put two Steelers in. So that's been his only window for possible enshrinement, just the one time in 2002, and the man has disappeared. He, he may be the best safety not in, with the, with the interceptions, with the Pro Bowls, the Super Bowl anniversary team, and yet he's been forgotten by the process. Well, yeah, and that's the randomness of the thing that, that is, is uh, I think, baffling to people and I think baffling even to you and I who are on the committee. You know, uh, Jack Tatum comes out of nowhere. No knock on Jack Tatum, but he comes out of nowhere and boom, he's on the, uh, he's on the final list for the, for the senior committee this year. And Donnie Shell, as you say, just one minute, one minute he was there and then he disappeared and never comes back. This is a problem that, that we've got to find some way to solve. Yeah, there's got to be a pecking order. We've got to start looking at the big picture on this. And right now we're not doing that. When we return, we'll hear who the leading contenders are for senior and contributor candidates for the class of 2017. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. In that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. QL1, this is Control, checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. 
Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price participation vary. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates, and... Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Tell you what we're not kidding you about. Two for one deals. Right now, participating Burger King restaurants, you can get two cross sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two for one. Only Burger King. Price and participation vary and restrictions apply. Another two-for-one deal, guys, for just $19.95. Proactive, offering Proactive Plus, a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. Better yet, you're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or your money back. That sounds like a good deal. It's only because it is. So call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. There will be, as we all know, two subcommittees meeting in Canton next week, one to decide the two-contributor candidates for 2017 and one to decide the one senior candidate. Rick, you and I are members of the Contributor Committee, and Rick's going to the Contributor Committee next week, next Tuesday, I think, Goose. Uh, and Rick and Ron are part of the Senior Committee, and Ron's going to be there, I think, a day ahead of time on Monday. Anyway, w- what happens is that both these subcommittees consist of nine persons, and the hall flies in five each year to make the recommendation. That generally means four newcomers from the year before and one holdover, and the one holdover and the contributor group this year is our Dr. Data, Rick Austin. And Goose, why don't you tell our listeners quickly what happens in that room behind closed doors and how you come out with one or, in this case, two candidates. Well, it's like the, the, the regular selection process. We get a list, a slate of, of essentially semifinalists, and we vote it down to 10. And then when we go to the meeting uh, next Tuesday in Cannes, we will discuss only those 10 contributor candidates and come up with one. We'll have various voting cutdowns to five, the three to two to one until we come or to, me, to the we come to the final two. And then those will be the ones we recommend for the class of 2017. But the, it's, it's no, it mirrors the regular process. Okay, Goose, you talked about the final two. Whom are you expecting to bring out of there this year? I'm not talking about you, but that committee. Yeah, I think we brought out two general managers in the first class when we had two choices. We brought out an owner in the second class when we had one choice. Now in our third year, we have two choices. Once again, I wouldn't be surprised if we brought out an owner and a general manager this time. I think former Commissioner Paul Tagliabue will again be in the discussion, as will owners Pat Boland, Jerry Jones, and Bob Kraft. Those are all some of the gentlemen we've discussed in the past. Bobby Bethard, Gil Brandt, Dick Steinberg, uh, Bucko Kilroy are all personnel guys we've discussed in the past. You know, and I think because of the large turnover of the group in attendance in Canton from year to year, there really is no carryover in momentum. But I would think Bethard probably has the best shot 
based on what he did in Washington as, in San Diego as a GM. Well, as both of you know, I mean, we spoke to Washington's Bruce Allen, who's the president of the team, on the show last week, and he believed the time was right for Beathard to get in. Derek, if you can find that soundbite, let's hear what Bruce Allen had to say. Well, I think he's a perfect fit for the Hall of Fame. I think uh, the Hall did a great justice for itself, adding Bill Foley in and Ron Wolf, and, and Bobby doesn't have to take a backseat to anyone. And, and his contributions to Super Bowl champion, as well as the contributor or just conference champion, uh, it's, it would be a well-deserved honor. Yeah, when the Hall of Stale contributor category, I thought the one aspect of the game that needed to be addressed was personnel. The guys who find the players. You know, we've spent decades enshrining the players and the men who coached them, but overlooked were the guys who hired those coaches and picked those players who would forge the NFL dynasties. You know, the Ron Wolfs and the Bill Polans had been overlooked for too long. You know, that's why they were the first two enshrinees. A couple wrongs needed to be righted. Beathard, I believe, is next up in the queue. Goose, I know each year you, you chart officials, so I'm going to ask you one last question on the contributors. When do we see the first official go in? I mean, Jim Tunney has been in the group before, Art McNally. They've been up at least in the past. Or do we see refs go in? Do officials ever get into the Hall of Fame as a contributor? I mean, it happens in baseball with umpires. You guys vote on that, but uh, will it happen in the NFL? Yeah, I strongly believe an an official needs to be enshrined. There are umpires and referees enshrined in baseball, basketball, and hockey halls of fame. And Clark, there there is one game official enshrined in Canton, and that's Shorty Ray, who was the NFL supervisor of officials in the 1940s. But the men on the field need to be recognized. And I can see sometime in the next five to seven years from this contributor committee, a Tunney, McNally, or a Jerry Markbright in one of these induction classes. Shorty Ray, wow. Now there's a trivia answer. Ron, what's the question? You would never know how to answer that. <laughs> he was also colorblind, Shorty Ray, just in case you didn't know that. He was, seriously. Same okay, thing, so. Ronnie. You're, you're part of what I believe is really a more difficult process, and that's coming out with one senior candidate from really a gazillion deserving individuals, many of whom we've talked about in our State Your Case segments. Um, I talked about Buddy Parker earlier. He's not involved, but there's a ton of players. Same question as Goose. Who comes out of there? Well, I hope it's Jerry Kramer because of, of all the glaring errors of the past, and there are too many to mention. Uh, to me, he stands above the rest. You know, it's bad enough that, uh, as Goose has pointed out, uh, there's a dozen first-team all-decade players uh, not in the Hall of Fame, which is ridiculous because when you think about it, what's the length of most Hall of Famers' best years? It's 10 years at best. Uh, you make an all-decade and you're not finding your way in the Hall of Fame. But in Kramer, we have a guy who not only was an all-decade player, he was the, uh, the only guard on the 50th anniversary team, as we have right. mentioned, and one of the two guards on the all-time Super Bowl team. So what team is there left to make except the all-grounds crew team at Tom Benson Stadium? <laughs> I mean, I think he could do a better job than those guys, don't you? If he didn't show up, he'd do a better job. I mean, you know, like, how can I, I just think it's a tremendous travesty, and, and it's, it, I hate to use the word shameful, but in this case it is shameful because he's had 10 times as a finalist to not be yeah. in there is crazy. Well, we, we've had, as you know, Ron, a ton of responses on our website, and that would be talkoffamenetwork.com talkoffamenetwork.com and those people have called for his induction and, and I understand I mean like you said you start on the Hall's 50th anniversary team on the um, all time Super Bowl team anyway Ron simple question how does a guy like that slip through the cracks I mean why is he not already in well I think it's two things and I think one of them is, is something that people are reluctant to touch upon but you know me 
touching and reluctance, <laughs> that ain't me. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a combination of Packer fatigue, so many guys from the Lombardi years in there. But I also think that Bart Starr's kind of subtle but effective campaign to undermine his candidacy. You know, every time you'd ask him, and he was a, an advisor at one point in time to us, he would just bring up Bob Skaronsky, his close friend. Uh, I understand the star feels Kramer was a self-promoter, and, and perhaps he was, but I know this much. When he asked for someone to run over in the ice bowl, he didn't say, where's Skaronsky? It was Jerry Kramer. <laughs> and when he asked to lead the Packer sweep, he didn't say, hey, Skaronsky, get out there. No, he said, Kramer, lead it out. You know, so uh, to me, it's an example and a sad one of how personal feelings can really bleed into a guy's Hall of Fame chances and erode them to the point where he's now Forgot. Look, it's not a popularity contest. If it was Warren Sapp, wouldn't be even allowed in the city of Canton, let alone the Hall of Fame. Uh, so, to me, enough already. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Quick question: If Kramer's not the guy, let's just say he's not the guy. Who's a dark horse? Is there a dark horse? Yeah, I think there is. Uh, uh, I, I think Houston linebacker Robert Brazil's got a lot of people behind him. Kenny Anderson, you know, tremendous quarterback. Well, he has the uh, Rio Olympic Committee behind him, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, to, for me, if it's not Kramer, I hope it's Kenny Easley because uh, I think he's the second most diverging, uh, deserving guy there. But I know Goose has a couple other candidates that he would favor. Yeah, well, Goose, since you mentioned that, I mean, you're, you're on the senior committee too. You're not going to be there, but you're on the senior committee. How tough is that process? You're talking about just whittling down like 80 all-decade players who aren't in the Hall of Fame. How do you get that done? Well, and that slate of all-decade players is supplemented by worthy candidates who are not all-decade picks. Players like Joe Klecko, Bob Kuchenberg, Randy Gratisar, Chuck Howley, Todd Christensen, Sterling Sharp. You know, it's an impossible task on the senior committee whittling down a list that can never be whittled down. Yeah, and you, you didn't mention, you know, like Drew Pearson, Cliff Harris. I mean, you've got guys in Dallas, too. Kind of them. Yeah, I, I just don't know how you do it. Ron, I think that's a uh, thankless task, and, and good luck, believe me. Hey, Goose, when you're back there, and I'm talking about for the Contributor Committee, do me a favor, would you please? Would you pick up one of those Tom Brady action figures for me? Remember the ones we saw on the gift shop? <laughs> yeah, I can wrap it with my free Brady T-shirt. Free Brady! <laughs> up next, we're going to free former Rams coach Mike Martin, hear what he has to say about Rams in the hall, and one who may be next. You're listening for the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You are rising further and further into the universe of bundling. Within that universe, you see your home and auto insurance floating together like two opponents on a swing set after a big game, sharing a churro. Ascend into savings when you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Weapon data rates may apply. Burger King presents... 
Breakfast stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price of participation vary. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Here's the deal for you. For just $19.95, Proactive's offering Proactive Plus, a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. Better yet, you're guaranteed to get clear and to stay clear or your money back. Sound like a good deal? Because it is. So call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. And speaking of good deals, you know what? Right now, participating in Burger King restaurants, you can get two croissant breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two for one. Only Burger King. Price and participation vary and restrictions apply. Well, rest- no restrictions apply to our next guest. We heard from Orlando Pace uh, earlier in this show, and, and that was, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago. Or uh, Anyway, it was... We heard from him uh, at the Hall of Fame last week as well, and now it's time to hear from one of his coaches. As I said, no restrictions apply to Mike Martz. Mike was the offensive coordinator who called and devised the greatest show on turf. And he's head coach who took the Rams to Super Bowl 36. He has two offensive stars in Canton, and Marshall Falk and Orlando Pace, and three more on the cusp. Wide receivers, Torrey Holt, Ike Bruce, and quarterback, Kurt Warder. Mike Martz. Thanks for joining us, and it's great to talk to you again. Well, thanks for having me this afternoon. Hey, Mike, um, let's start with Orlando Pace. What was his best quality as a lineman, and, and where do you place him among the game's great left tackles? Well, he had so many unusual qualities that uh, the athleticism, I think, is probably where you start with. But uh, his ability to recover on one foot with one arm and stab a guy. Pass sets were normally guys that get bowled over or beat on the edge. He dealt with that very well. He's the only left tackle I've ever that I've ever seen get beat up field initially, that up and under move, and then just stab him with one hand and put the guy on the ground. You know, <laughs> he's clearly from a technique standpoint and from athleticism, just stands above everybody else in my mind. Mike Pace protected Kurt Warner's blind side, and as we mentioned on top, you know Warner is on the Hall of Fame radar. When did you first recognize that you had something special, in Kurt Warner? I wish I could sit here and tell you that we knew he was going to be a great quarterback. But we felt like in camp that year, uh, well, we obviously made the commitment to make him number two. But uh, in seven-on-seven, he was recognizing things and making these incredible throws, these accurate throws that take time for guys to learn to make and, and to see or realize. So it became evident quickly that he could make special throws that guys that played in the league for a long time were just making. Uh, Mike Holman tells us a story, a great story about Kurt uh, uh, at camp and how he declined to take snaps because he said he wasn't ready and, and I believe even declined to take some snaps from you. How would you have responded, you know, fa- faced with that situation uh, that Holman was faced way back? You know, what do you think you would have said to a guy who says, nah, I don't think I want to take any snaps? No, I think I can appreciate, you know, that, that whole thought process. If he doesn't feel he's prepared and ready for it, you have to you know, if you're skilled and you've seen enough in him, you got to be a little patient with him. But then eventually you just got to push him in there. We're talking with former coach Mike Martz of the greatest show on turf. And, Mike, we have two of your receivers, as I mentioned up top, in the queue for the hall. That's Jory Holt and Isaac Bruce. 
And we also have Terrell Owens and now Heinz Ward that are up. So how would you stack these guys in terms of Hall of Fame worthiness? Holt, Bruce, Owens, and Ward. Well, obviously, um, the, the only ones I know intimately and would really care to talk about are the two guys that I had. And I, and I think when you just look at the numbers and the productivity over a long period of time, I don't know how you get behind. Plus, they're in two Super Bowls and you win one. So, you know, here Isaac makes a winning catch in the Super Bowl. Isaac catches, or uh, rather, Torrey catches a, a touchdown pass in the same game. Both Super Bowls, they played exceptionally well. It's hard when you look at a 10-year span for Torrey, for instance, his first 10 years were the best in the history of the league, of any receiver. How does that not get him in on a stuff? <laughs> and then yeah. Isaac, through his long career and his productivity, go back and look at the big games and how well he performed and the key plays that he makes in those games. And these guys are difference makers that impacted their team to make them championship teams and to help this team win. Mike, we, we asked Orlando Pace if, if he could give a free pass to somebody not in the hall, and he said he would give it to Isaac Bruce. He belonged. You know, we had him on the show earlier this summer. Uh, what makes him Hall of Fame worthy? Besides the big games, what, what made him special? Well, you don't have enough time. I think when you watch him run one-on-one, there wasn't a corner that would line up off and try and cover him. They tried everything. You know, after a while, they started to double cover him back the corner off on Torrey and ran a linebacker out to him. So Isaac, after a few years, was double covered all the time. So these numbers, he's getting doubled most of the time. And some of the inside receivers' numbers start going up because of it. But nonetheless, one-on-one, there wasn't a corner that he didn't beat in this league and beat him routinely. You know, his low center of gravity, his ability to change direction without shuffling his feet, and the competitive edge that he had was beyond reproach. Best I've ever seen. Marty Herney, the old general manager of the Carolina Panthers, told me once after he had lost the they had lost the role of the Patriots that he would rather have not been in the game than to lose the Super Bowl. And he maintains that to this day, which I always scratch my head at a little bit. You know, you've been uh, on that end of it, having lost the Super Bowl, of course, uh, to the Patriots, in, in which some of your play calling was was criticized about not giving the ball more to Falk. Are you uh, did, does that game keep you awake at night at all? Do you wish you had done something different? Uh, looking back on it, or how do you sort of see uh, that side of a Super Bowl? You know, realistically, I, no, I don't, obviously. Being in the Super Bowl is such a huge thing, and, and we were just moments away from winning it. We dominated the game. I had a reporter call me once and say, uh, hey, what happened in the Super Bowl? How'd they shut you down? <laughs> well, in the fourth quarter, I think they had 80 yards, and I think we had like 350. You know, we just shot ourselves in the foot. Those turnovers, more than play calling or anything else, is is, is really a, a, something that you can't get over. So, I, and I, do I wish we'd run the ball a little bit for Marshall? Perhaps, but, you know, we're trying to come back. We just, we had to make something happen. And we had such a long field. They'd, the whole game we played at the other end of the field, so all these drives were long, and we get going, and something would happen, and that was it. So, there's a lot of ways of looking at that game, but it comes down to three turnovers. There are no turnovers, and, and ultimately that's kind of where it is. Do you think that was a result of, of the pressure of the game? Because your guys, you know, they were making plays all year long, you know, and, and not making a lot of those kinds of mistakes. But the magnitude of the game, I know, can, can make it difficult. Do you think that that maybe led? Okay, that you know that field at the Hall of Fame game, the paint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Torrey stuck his foot in the ground and went to cut to the left, his right foot, and he slipped and fell. Yep. The corner was 10 yards off him, Kurt threw the ball in time, 
the ball hits the corner in the chest. Now, you tell me. And then we had a right tackle that never played. Uh, Tucker was out. He was out with an injury, a right tackle. He made a mistake on a simple uh, – one linebacker blitz. He's supposed to block him. He doesn't block him. He hits Kurt. Ball goes up. They pick it off, and they bring it back. You know, and then the other one, uh, we're in a two-minute drill right before the half, and Ricky takes an, a nice pass, takes off up to the midfield, and they good, They did a good job of knocking the ball out. you got to give them that. We're speaking with former coach Mike Marr to the great show on Turf. And Mike, we've got about a minute left, but I'm going to ask you this. We talked about Kurt Warner at the top of the, uh, the, the segment here. What did you guys see in Kurt that others didn't? Because remember – the Cleveland Browns passed on him in the expansion draft. Well, he just consistently made time, made these great throws on time. He was fearless. When you look at his Europe film, guys were beating him up and knocking him. There are no alignment in Europe. You know, they were just turning guys loose up and right. And he was still making these incredible throws. That kind of courage you just can't find. Hey, Mike, thanks for the time. And you know what? I imagine we're going to see you in Canton again, probably pretty soon. When Kurt Warner's inducted. Hopefully. Hopefully, Appreciate Mike. It. Thanks. And great to see you last weekend, Mike. Thank you. Same to you, Clark. That was Thank former you. Rams coach Mike Martz. Up next, Rick on. Oh, no, here we go. The contributor committee. No, it's the senior committee. And how difficult is this going to be for Ron and those guys to pick a candidate? You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. But that's not all. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to Grasshopper.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. QL1, you've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Oh, hold on. I wasn't finished. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates. And Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. In the master bedroom, you'll see there's room for a king-size bed. And take a look at this walk-in closet. Now just imagine all these custom shelves and drawers turned upside down when a thief goes through them to take your entire vintage sneaker collection. It's hard to know all that comes with buying a home or condo. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Call Geico today and see how much you could save on condo and homeowner's insurance. In that neighborhood, it was almost impossible to get what we could afford. 
So I had set up alerts on Zillow to say, if anything in this area ever comes below a certain price point, it just popped up one day and I was like, oh my God, we have to go see it. It's a really wonderful neighborhood. And then to add on to that, how wonderful the house is, is so cool. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. I like that. Cozy Powell on drums with Richie Blackmore's rainbow. Very good. Hey, uh, Goose. No. Ron, what does it mean no. when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? What does it mean? It means you get on the phone. You should have been on there 15 minutes ago. That's right. So go to Geico.com. I know that's where Goose is right now. Oh, maybe, wait, Goose might be at that participating Burger King restaurant because you know what? You can get two sandwich breakfast sandwiches sandwich. for just $4. Yeah, and Goose loves them. That's two for one, only Burger King. Price and participation vary and restrictions apply. Listen, I don't know how we missed this, guys, but we did. Kevin Falk, yeah, that's Kevin, not Marshall, was inducted into the New England Patriots Hall of Fame last weekend. No, he did not have Ron Borges introduce him. He had Tom Brady, and Tom wore Falk's number 33 for the occasion. Nice. Ron, you cover that team? You tell us what you remember of Kevin Falk and why he's in the Patriots Hall. Uh, Swiss Army knife. Guy did everything, uh, you know, and anything they asked. He was one of the team's uh, all-time leaders in punt and kickoff returns. Gave him a really reliable third down back. People will certainly met him, remember him late in his career in the, in the Super Bowls, the playoffs, making plays. He's one of those guys who got nine yards when you needed eight, not eight yards when you needed nine. And he also uh, overcame significant uh, fumbling problems uh, before they started deflating the balls because uh, he had those early in his career. Before and what? Was, <laughs> and he was on the edge of being oh, sent to the airport. Oh. Uh, and Parcells finally said to him, you, know, you better take this ball, you better squeeze this thing, and you better, I better see it in your hand everywhere you go. And uh, he, uh, he certainly got rid of that problem. He's not an NFL Hall of Famer, but to me, guys, he's the classic sort of team Hall of Fame guy. Ron, you know, I, I didn't know this until I looked it up, but there are 23 Patriots in that Hall of Fame, and we've had yeah. five on this program, Hannah, Bledsoe, Capaletti, Ty Law, and Mike Haynes. Well, we can get a six. We'll get Kevin on there. But, uh, you know, that's a lot. Uh, but they still don't have uh, one of the greatest players uh, and one of their greatest coaches, which is Leon Gray, who was a borderline uh, right. NFL Hall of Famer, frankly. And uh, Bill Parcells, who uh, saved the franchise, really, but he can't seem to get in their Hall of Fame because a lot wow. of the fans hate the way he left. And, uh, and frankly, the team did a pretty good uh, disinformation campaign when he was going out the door. It's really sad for both because they certainly belong. You know who else isn't in there? Ron Borges. Goose, when does he Funny. join that group at Patriots Place? Oh, probably when Billy Sullivan buys a team back from Robert Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> and Ouch. when he does, when he does, what are the chances that Tom Brady's going to introduce him? Clark, could there possibly be anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear that music, and I know someone who's already in the halls waiting for us. That's the Pro Football Hall of Fame, our Dr. Data, Rick Goss, and he's here to tell us why he's here to tell us why Ron's got such a tough job coming up next week in Canton. Yeah, Clark, I don't think most folks understand the enormity of the task Ron faces next week in selecting a single senior candidate. Ron and the other four committee members will be in Canton to pluck one candidate out of the abyss and resurrect a candidacy that has fallen through the cracks. And when I say abyss, I mean abyss. 
You become a senior candidate when your 25-year window of eligibility expires as a modern-era candidate. Then the wait begins. Dick Stanfield waited 53 years to come out. Jack Butler waited 50 years. Les Richter waited 46 years. All Hall of Fame worthy, all falling through the cracks for whatever reason. I'm on the senior committee myself with Ron, but I won't be in Kent next week. Only five of the nine committee members go each year. But in doing my homework for the committee, over the years I've compiled a list of about 200 players whom I believe deserve to have their careers discussed. I'm not saying they all deserve to be enshrined in Canton, but they all deserve a discussion. On my list, there are 75 all-decade players in the senior pool. There are three members of the NFL's 50th anniversary team, plus eight former NFL MVPs and six NFL Defensive Players of the Year. There are 16 past receiving champions, 12 past running champions, and four passing champions, not to mention seven interception champs. All these men were the very best in what they did for a single NFL season. That should merit them discussion as to their place in the history of the league. But the overwhelming majority of them will not even be discussed next week. Ron will be working off a list of just 15 finalists, and this committee gets to pick just one. Good luck, Ron. What's the best way to proceed uh, in your mind, Goose? Uh, oldest first? Best first? How do you? What's the best way to go? Oh, I think the committee ought to gather and... Uh, together and, and, and put together a queue. Uh, we've right. never looked at the big picture. We've always looked at the 15. I think we've got to figure out which guys deserve to be discussed and develop a queue so we get the right guys through at the right time. Well, there's that whistle again, and I have the right guy at the right time. I have Mike Martz calling the plays for our two-minute drill, so let's get going, Derek. If you're ready, I am too. The Suicide Squad, referred to A, a top-selling movie, B, RG3's quarterback coaches, or C, Oakland's Let's keep the Raiders in Oakland committee. Say goodbye, Raiders. D, Marvin Lewis's playoff teams. <laughs> Green Bay, Minnesota jerseys hang in Brett Favre's Hall of Fame locker. So where are the Jets? Delta grounded that jersey last week. He stole my line. He peeked on my pace. Grounded. Exactly right. Jets stink. Better performance. Giselle at Rio or Tom Brady at training camp? Giselle was prime time this summer. Brady's a backup. Clark, you're the only guy who picks arms over legs. <laughs> 25 for 25, Ronnie. 25 for 25. What do you like most about the Rams returning to L.A.? The Admirals Club at LAX. <laughs> Very good. That we no longer have to go to St. Louis when it's not baseball season. <laughs> How come there's no Raiders jersey or helmet in Ken Stabler's locker? They're in the closet, the Hall's closet, with Favre's Jets jersey and Kevin Green's Panthers helmet. What I loved about the steak, he may be dead, but grudges live on. <laughs> when Joe Brown, that was the NFL's Joe Brown, was honored by the Hall last week, he told the crowd it's too bad former Commissioner Paul Tagliabue is, quote, underappreciated, unquote, by the media. What's he talking about? Joe sounded like a losing campaign manager of a presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got to appreciate a guy who traded L.A. and Cleveland for Jacksonville and Charlotte. Where can I find Joey Bosa on Pokemon Go? Columbus, Ohio. Uh, not at a Mensa conference. Michael Phelps has red spots. You've seen those red spots from cupping. Yeah, cupping to relieve soreness. How soon before cupping hits the NFL? Not until the league declares it illegal, then everyone will do it. It already hit Tom Brady, courtesy of Roger Goodell. When and where does Tim Tebow make his Major League Baseball debut? 
The Dallas Cowboys in October when Tony Romo goes down. Football. <laughs> I'd say the same day Michael Jordan makes his debut, which is never. He needs to get a job. Tom Brady celebrated his 39th birthday last week. Where'd you get him? The NFL Red Zone package for September. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo game used jersey. <laughs> what are Ron's Hall of Fame chances? Yes, that's Ron Borges' Hall of Fame chances in 2017. Worse than Ladanian Thomason, but better than Terrell Owens. <laughs> I'd say slimmer than Clark's wallet at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Our thanks to Mike Holmgren, Mike Martz, and Donnie Schell for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you want to hear this or any of our podcasts, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, tune into the station at this time next week. We'll be here, and we hope you will too. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. QL1, this is Control, checking in to see how excited you are for launch. Over? Well, actually, I'm kind of bored. You're about to travel 17,000 miles per hour through Earth's atmosphere, and you're bored? It just doesn't sound that exciting after using Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. I was able to get a completely online custom mortgage approval in minutes. Wow, that is impressive. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Open your mind. Notice a world of insurance rates at your fingertips. Compare the rates. For when you compare, you save. And when you save, you win. Like an eight-foot-tall basketball player protecting the rim with a fire hose. Compare Progressive Direct Rates with top competitors' rates for ultimate fulfillment. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin, 1-800-644-5944.